Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Well, good morning, everybody. It is Horse Thursday again, and we are the last day of November, November 30th. I'm Cindy Schellenberg, and usually one of your co-hosts, but um, my other two comrades have different obligations today, so I've got a special guest lined up soon. And so we want to remind everybody that as we are November 30th, we're halfway through the cyber sale. If you haven't clicked into the fact that there's a cyber sale, um, it's really a comprehensive thing, and Beamer has never done this. And the whole time I've been with Beamer since the beginning, and we have never put the horse set, any of the iterations or models, on sale. So the fact that instead of 5240 they can get the horse set for $4,590, that's saving $650. People are it's um, really getting some attention. So this is a great deal. I hope that uh, you have made every one of your prospects certainly available at, uh, with this information. But also my suggestion is that you um, go back to all of your existing customers and you don't know uh, who they know, and ask them if they know anybody who would be um, interested in taking advantage of the sale. And it's a good time. It's optional, certainly, for you to do this because you are an independent distributor. It's your business, but I find that it makes good sense to offer people a thank you referral fee if they send somebody to me that buys from me. Um, because that really gets their attention. And um, it's an advantage to be able to um, ask them if they know someone, or you don't know, they might want another one themselves, or um, you just don't know people's circumstances. And so don't just think about your prospects, think about your customers and reach out to them, because people like to know about things like this. so uh, just a couple things I got off to start there that um, today we always, when we do blog talk, we, we avoid talking about medical conditions and drugs and things like that. So we focus on more performance and behavioral um, experiences like that. But we would love to have you call in with your testimonials if you have some. Particularly, we'd like to hear about the neck applicator because that's still 
kind of building a repertoire of stories about that. And so I hope that you will, um, I, you know, as the callers are coming on, I'm looking forward to hearing some stories or questions from our audience today. So uh, I already mentioned, of course, the cyber sale, which goes until next um, Wednesday, which is December 6th. And don't forget about riders because there's, uh, there, it's not just the horse set, but obviously the Evo combined with three different applicators with different packages are ones that can be um, also gotten for a really good discount. And we see, at least seeing personally, I've seen a lot of people have heard about this and they're calling to ask. So just again, the tip is to go tell your customers because everybody knows somebody who needs Beamer or their horse needs Beamer. There's just a lot of opportunity there. A reminder for the horse set, it does, it, that, that's the blanket and the cuffs. It does not include the neck applicator. Um, I've had a lot of inquiry about that, and I said, no, that's, that's our brand new uh, secret sauce here, so that's not something that's going to go on sale. Um, but it's a good way to get people started with using um, the horse set. And we know what we've been doing for the last couple of years is using the cuffs, the leg cuffs, um, on various places of uh, all over the body, not just the legs, one of which, of course, would be along um, up at the pole and along the neck. When you do that with the cuff, each cuff has three coils in it, and so the maximum you can get, as you, however you Velcro or drape them over the neck area, is going to be six coils. And remember that the neck applicator has 12 coils and they are strategically placed starting at the pole and along the nuchal ligament on the top line and then down to get all the, the seven cervical vertebrae too. So it is, uh, it is really an, um, an exceptionally good applicator that will complete the horse set if someone already has it. So, um, okay, that was just one of my kind of announcements I wanted to mention also is that you haven't noticed that there is a replacement for bread financing with Klarna and um, that the company finally sent out a little video yesterday in your emails that will talk a little more about it. You, it comes up when you are in the checkout process. And people can either do a short period of time, no interest, and, and you know, spread the payment just slightly, or they can get into a longer-term commitment. So... Um, check out that financing on behalf of your potential customers. Um, the other thing I did want to mention is that we are coming up also on our last Equine Academy for the year. That's going to be Monday, December 18th, and it is it's posted in your events in the back office. Again, that's online. It doesn't replace the requirement for new IBDs to be able to um, fulfill their training requirement, which is a two-day, hopefully live, but if not online academies. Those are still required. This Equine Academy is, is um, ideally someone will already have done the basic academy because we don't go into the real basics of Beamer science and we don't talk a lot about the back office and all kinds of information that you need in that basic academy. Um, if you haven't done one in a while yourself, it's um, to do an online one, it wouldn't cost you anything to refresh. But, um, but the Equine Academy is 
say about six, six and a half hours online, um, and we go through a lot of things that are specific just to the horses. We do talk about the science. The big section is we talk about usage and application. Um, it's not a free medical advice forum, but we do uh, try and answer everybody's questions. We do talk about uh, the tools and the resources and how to prospect and um, a lot of different things that are helpful to people. So that'll be the last one this year. I will tell you that um, that we, just we've had some issues before. When you register for this, there is no cost for the Equine Academy, but when you register, um, you do get a ticket with a ticket number. Um, it and on there is pre-printed uh, a Zoom link. That is not the link that you need to attend. So if you have uh, customers who are attending this, um, because it is open to customers as well, um, if you have customers, make sure that they know that, that whatever is printed as a Zoom link on the ticket is not accurate. I haven't sent out the... Um, it, it'll be two weeks before, so it'll be sometime next week that I'll start sending out the email, which has a bunch of advanced notice instructions and will include the link to actually access the webinar. Sometimes people don't pay attention to that fact, and then on the morning when we're trying to register people, there's, there are people calling in going, ah, I can't get in, I can't get in, and it, it, it makes it really confusing. So please, for yourself or any clients or downline that you might have attending, make them, make sure that they know that the that what's printed on the ticket is not what, you know, they need the ticket number, but don't use, expect to use that Zoom link because it doesn't work. So uh, anyway, that was just some kind of heads up that I wanted to give people. And um, since I was by myself today and I still see that we don't have anybody who's uh, got a question or has a story to share yet. I do want to welcome back a special guest. We've had the fortune of her attending before, but it's been a while. And so um, Francine Accord-Brown is from Western Colorado, and I just realized by saying that, that how cool it is to have initials that say FAB. So Francine, um, I know you're on. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about your Beamer story, and then we can talk about what you've been doing with uh, with moving and with using the neck applicator and whatever else you like. So welcome. Thank you, Francine. Well, good morning, and it is a pleasure to be back. And, yes, it's an absolutely fabulous day today. So thank you for uh, seeing that. I, I love the FAB, honestly, so that's that's great. So. Um, always a pleasure tuning in and sharing, and um, I appreciate you asking me. Uh, I've had several. Should we start with the neck piece? Sure, absolutely. I, there's no order here, I, so yeah. There's no order. Okay, well, I am so glad that I invested in this early on, and I'll tell you why. I've I've had several experiences with my own horses, but before and during my move there was just a lot of people it was towards the end of the circuits and you know finals and that type of thing so I had an opportunity to work on several horses and I cannot tell you this is a no negotiable ever again in my horse program I love the next yeah. piece and here's why 
I put it on, and, you know, we see a lot of great releases with our normal horse set. The one thing I noticed across my herd, and I took pictures and took notes, within a minute of putting on that neck piece, there was a whole different level of release that went on. I call it the the responses, even the more stoic horses, and these are horses that have had it before, you know, every combination of the boots everywhere, all that, and I love the releases, how much faster they get to that, you know, parasympathetic zone, I guess I call it. Um, Yeah. Because it's so much faster. You know, I think it has something to do. With, with, you know, because one of those coils is really directly on the pole. And we had to kind of, you know, bailing twine, jury rig to get the boots up there to make that happen. But I think that, you know, that makes a difference as well. I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I appreciate that. And, you know, the horses that have never had it before, too, same thing. And... I actually did have a customer, because of this awesome cyber sale, she um, went ahead and got her set, but she goes, after seeing, you know, how my horse is released when you did the demo, and then she rented one, and she said, but I know I need the whole set because the releases are enough different, and she competes. And so it is so nice when I see it because I know, you know, kind of what to look for. But when other people see it in their own horses and get on and ride and say, you know what, I know that I need this. Yeah. So yeah, and exciting. That's an advantage with the sale. Yeah, if somebody's just getting new to say, well, you need the whole thing, but you know, the six hundred and fifty dollars you're saving is, you know, kind of softens the blow, if you will, of getting the entire package. Absolutely. And, you know, when we're out there doing these demos for people, uh, when they can see the difference, too, I mean, that right there helps you, you know, even sell your horse set. And the more horses, I think, you know, we, we're horse owners, we're stewards, the more comfortable we can make them in their world, I mean, what a huge accomplishment. And I, I love being a part of that. So, anyway, yeah. it's just personally fulfilling but I've had probably more demos this summer with the neck piece than without. And it has been really exciting seeing one right after another after another and just going, wow, this is consistently happening. This is awesome. Yeah. So, and yeah, And being able to to not have to use the boot, the cuff for that area, then you can concentrate more on the legs or some other places that you might want to use it. So um, having the entire set um, really is, the ideal package, so to speak. But at least with this sale, we can get some people who've been sitting on the fence kind of to say, um, you know, let's get you started. And, you know, it's a good opportunity. It's a good time with the holidays coming up. We certainly have, you know, know, the Facebook presence and things we'll be talking about, you know, giving your horse a great present. Um, but I know that you, that you we were talking before the show just about the fact of you know you having a big move to relocate. Um, how how sometimes when we're 
overwhelmed and stressed out ourselves, we forget how much that impacts, you know, our animals. And um, and so maybe you want to talk about that a little bit because to see how you've been able to use um, to use the Beamer to help support your own frame of mind as well as your animals when they come to a new place because routine is important in, in the animal world. Absolutely. I um, I didn't move far. I realized the distance does not equate to different surroundings for any of yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, the they could be down the street. This, yeah, exactly. So the majority of this I actually did by myself, which was – very stressful, and I did it very strategically, making sure you know that my horses, when they moved, they were they were with me the first night here. Um, I, that's kind of a mental thing, but I think it's important because they kind of know where I'm at anyway. And so sure. when we got over here, you know, I realized that we'd have a transition time. Well, now they have a new barn. They have new places to water. They have to cross water. My horses weren't used to doing that. Um, this is awesome that they have to do that. But the other thing is even the the deer are more intense and close, and there's trees here. So they're looking up in the trees. They're a little bit more hypersensitive. And, you know, I didn't realize until this happened. I haven't moved for 16 years. I didn't realize how sensitive they are. And plus, they're picking up, you know, the nervous energy off of me because I was going, I got to go, 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 day in and day out. And both places, they picked up that energy. But when we came here, you know, they wouldn't come in for their supplements. It was not easy to get them, you know, even really to do that much. And finally, I got things set up enough where I can beamer everybody and stuff. And now they're coming in on their own. And that happened in one day because I did all of them in one day. And so I've That's realized, awesome. too, that, yeah, and, you, you know, this is kind of off topic, but I think it's kind of, I don't know if it's off topic or not, but the other thing that I've <laughs> always done is I like to touch my horses and I feel them all over and I like to scratch their tail dock. And I didn't realize didn't do that until the day I beamered everybody. And they need our oh, physical touch. It. It, yeah. At least my horses need that physical touch. And I hadn't done that for like three weeks because I'm just trying to figure out where my salt and pepper is. So uh, yeah, anyway. That's a good point. I, yeah. Well, you, you know, if they can can detect, you know, energy fields 15 plus or minus feet away, um, but they are, you know, you can, but as herd animals, they're very touchy-feely themselves, you know, so that really makes sense that that would be both reassuring to them, you know, as well as kind of a social thing. They probably thought you were being very rude. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that. I'm like, I come in in the morning, I see them outside, and I say, good morning, and that's what their day consisted of. Instead of, because I do like to bring them in every day and supplement them. And at first they wouldn't come into the barn, which was fine because I have, you know, things that I can feed them some alfalfa pellets in and at least start bringing them into the corral. And that was fine for a little while. But, um, yeah, you know, we don't always realize, you know, our like you said, our own energy fields. And, too, 
you know, the self-care that it takes to do a ranch move by yourself and yeah. what it takes for the I mean, it. I thank God I have Beamer in my life. I've been yeah. very thankful all the time anyway, but it does help me come from a better place doing it twice a day and um, just to renew my energy for one thing and get things done that needs to be done, but then at night to unwind enough so you can rest and relax at night and rejuvenate to start the next day. Yeah, it's so, pretty important. And you've got, you've got um, you know, some Herculean efforts that you've uh, gone through. Um, I know that you did some downsizing, but what is, what is your herd of horses look like now? And, and, and what about their ages and, what they do. So, yes, I went from nine horses to four, which may still be a couple too many. However, you kind of got to do this in stages. So um, I do have my older uh, and probably the horse that everybody knows, I'll be Bud Light. He's 17. He's a retired uh, cow horse. Um, He's retired out of the arena. I still ride him a lot. Um, so he actually has probably done better with this move than the rest of them, but he's been around, been hauled, all that kind of stuff. And then I have my other show horse, Adeline, which brought me to Beamer. And if you don't know that story, that's, you know, down the road, but she, um, she did not adjust well to this move, uh, which I was kind of surprised. She's been a lot more nervous. I don't know if that's the the mare in her or what it is, but she has not adjusted as well. She's coming into the stall last every day. I don't catch my horses. I open the gates and they come and pick their stall. Um, It's just easier. I live on a hillside. It's slick. It's safer. And then they can kind of pick and choose what they do. So she's always the last one in. Um, I have Cash, which was my husband's horse, which I have not ridden him a ton which this is part of the downsizing and what I'm looking forward to because he is a better mountain horse and I am definitely in more mountainous area now. And um, he's pretty low-key and just goes with the flow and does whatever. And he's doing really good. He was the one that I realized, though, he missed the touch. He was where the bell went off because he was just, like, moving over toward me. He usually never gets in my space. And I realized with him going, geez, I need to do this. So, yeah. and then my last one is a two-year-old, and I decided I had the bright idea. She's the last horse I'm going to break, and um, she kind of along for the ride. But, you know, she's a typical two-year-old, and kind of um, she does react more than the other three. And she's just a little springier is what I called her the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but she also follows the crowd, and she is really, really good for a two-year-old. And But, you know, what I've noticed with her especially, the neck piece from day one, the neck piece is the game changer with her. You know, <laughs> she always likes Beamer and all that stuff, but when there's something to be done or anything like that, she's the – I mean, I notice the difference in her more than the other three. So – yeah, that's I guess that's one. Well, so gold. Is she? She's one of the ones that you bred, right? So she would have had, you know, Beamer since a baby, yeah. Well, yeah, 
I didn't breed her, but I bought her as a baby, and she was Beamer broke before she was ever touched. So, yeah. yes, she's okay. one of my products of my Beamer, Beamer babies. But you're right. What I really like about this is that neck piece, I can definitely see the difference in her more than the other three. I mean, the other three all release, but consistently her head drops, and then I can do whatever it is I need to do with her. Yeah, that's excellent. And just what a great example. Four different horses uh, that you've had a lot of experience with, but different response levels. You know, and, um, you know, I think we tend to think of if you have more than one horse that they're all the same. And if there's anything we stress during the, during, um, you know, talking with clients or prospects is that when they want to ask about protocol, they go, well, that's kind of an antiquated idea. This is tailored uh, kinds of therapy where your observations then dictate what actions you take. Uh, and what you use with the horse, because every horse is different as much as every person is different. Um, and I, I think I'm going to get a T-shirt that says no protocols on it, you know, because I kind of feel like a broken record. But but that's kind of what we come to expect, you know. It, it's the, it's the hmm, maybe the drug company approach that says, here's your instructions. Well, it's not always that simple. And so that's why, like the observations when you said, you know, my horses need that touch connection, and you probably needed it too. Um, but it, it's um, observing them and pay, and respecting where, you know, where they're coming from, both physically and emotionally, is what's going to say what's right for this horse at this particular time. And, it, and each horse, it. it the circumstances change, and it's going to be different on a, you know, a relaxing day off than a day that you might have, you know, a long trail ride or that you might compete. It's going to be different how you can employ uh, employ Beamer to support where they are at that moment. So, you know, our advice is always to say work, you know, work on the horse that's in front of you at that particular point in time. So, Absolutely. Yeah, do you want different to, days? Yeah. The, the horse will react differently too because they're going through different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just give a little recap of when you talked about, you know, your your femur babies, kind of how you you know like to start them out before you do anything much with them, so that they uh, they can be in the right frame of mind because you know just as much as they're growing fast, it's mentally as well. So. Absolutely. I'll just say you can be a horse owner for all your life and horses will make you humble. And if they don't, you're not doing it right because they certainly uh, <laughs> yeah. they certainly kind of keep to your knees sometimes. But, you know, the babies, I absolutely love the baby thing until they're about two and then they're like teenagers. They need to go to college. But, um, but I love starting the babies with the beamer because it does kick in the parasympathetic nervous system and they are on uncharted ter- territory. So yep. if I don't, I don't even halt or break them. They have to get used. Excuse me. I got a frog in my throat all of a sudden. They have to be blanket broke before I ever put a halter on them. 
and I know that this is a totally different approach to it, but I want them hunting me. And what they do is they relate that feeling to me. And it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, especially these babies that I've gotten that are basically feral when I get them because they've never been touched hardly. Um, And they're, you know, they're out on a huge field. They've been exposed to snakes and life and other mares and the herd. So those guard hairs are super, super sensitive. So the first thing people do is dive in for their head and get the halter on and leave it on. Well, I don't like that. So I want that. I either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't want whiskers like that either, but that's just me. <laughs> but <laughs> So I really like, and then get them used to that soft touch and touching their neck, and then, you know, they're releasing and they're licking. And the head is actually the last place I go. But then I want to be able to cover, you know, cover their head with a towel. Like I have a whole deal that I do. And then by the time you put that halter on, it's no big deal. You touch them around the ears, it's no big deal. Every horse reacts differently. I can have full siblings born almost the same week, everything. It's like you said, they're all individuals. And some take a little bit longer than others. But, you know, out of the ones that I've done, I I can tell you the two-year-old I kept, hardest one I've ever done. Someday I'll tell you the story with that. She took a long, long time. I, she humbled me. That's why I said that, because I thought I wasn't going to get her even touched, to be honest. But when she came around, she out of all those colts, she actually became the calmest, the most loyal, the one that would come and hunt me. So, again, you know, it's like, I don't know whether it's like with show horses and stuff. Some of these horses are really stoic. You start beamering them, and then finally they come around. So nobody's going to be on the same timetable. And that's kind yeah. of the beauty of this is having the patience and be willing to learn from them. Because here's what I learned about that horse. There's 40 mares in that herd. Her mom was the lowest one on the totem pole out of those 40 horses. So all she knew is how to defend herself. It took a long yeah. time to crack that. Yeah. But I didn't know I, that, that going into sense, that. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, great observation. Well, and, and when you first start, you know, with them, because if you're not handling them and they're kind of able to, you know, come in freely into a corral or even to a stall, I remember you saying from before that you would introduce the femur to them on um, – uh, one of your, um, you know, older, more experienced horses and just let them see, you know, we know that the signal goes into the body and it also emanates out. That's just the physics of how it works, the waveform. So if if two horses are in one stall together, um, the, the second horse that doesn't have the blanket on is going to um, be aware of that beamer. So is that, is my memory right in saying that's yes. how you kind of, I'm used to it, yeah. Absolutely, yes. And I usually get them in a stall in a small enough area, and it takes a while. I mean, this is a this is not a timed event. It's a game of patience. But, you know, you yes. get them in there, and then they start, you know, getting a little more comfortable and stuff like that. And I try to introduce the Beamer as soon as possible. So if they're not in there with that older horse, I will bring the older horse 
right, you know, in the front of the stall and then beamer them and then, you know, get them to the point where they're kind of comfortable and then just take a stool in there and go sit down and drink a juice and eat crackers and, you know, hang out. And I don't ask anything of them. All they got to do is just be happy, put the cuff on, you know, the over by the grain bucket or whatever and let them go find it because they are attracted to that signal. So are the barn cats. So if you've got barn cats, be careful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we've done this with, um, you know, something similar and and, um, with sanctuary and rescue horses, some of whom might be totally feral as adults, but just even to hold on, to put the blanket over the, uh, you know, the fence post or the pipe corral or something and turn it on and let them go, huh, what is that? I can see, you know, I can sense something. What is that? And they, you know, it takes a while, but they get very curious to come over and they want to stand next to it. Again, that's a perfect statement. It's not a timed event. Um, We can't apply human time to working with horses. So we want to be observant of every little change because it's progress and it could be baby steps. But, you know, you take... You wipe out the expectations because that's only a sure way to make yourself unhappy. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's true with our first demos, even with broke horses and all that, is we can't go into those with expectations because, like you said, every horse is at a different point. There is no protocols, and you go in there, and you're going to have different things happen with every single one. They're such excellent well, teachers yeah. if you just listen. Yeah, the listening is so important. And that's, that's one reason why I think sometimes we create for ourselves, whether it's human or, but even more so with horses, to say, well, I'll go do a demo. When I introduce Beamer to people, ideally, and, and when you're at an event, it's really nice because everybody's in the same location, but to say, you know, we'll, we'll do a session, but I want to see them every day for as long as they're there. I want to do as many you know, um, introduction as close together so that mm-hmm. however that horse tends to respond that you'll see, you'll tend to see more. Um, some horses don't, don't sh- that would be more stoic, as you said, may not show any of the responses. And then I know that we have people that are newer to the horse set or to horse behavior and they go, oh, gosh, you know, this then they get nervous. <laughs> that probably the horse picks up on that too to say this horse isn't licking or chewing or doing anything. Let me just keep pushing the button, and that's not the right answer. Um, exactly. But the answer is is definitely to say, uh, let's, you know, that's a great, you know, that's a great introduction. Let's do it again um, soon. And so again, that's advice as you are approaching new clients is to try and make sure that your introduction doesn't all rely you know all the eggs in one basket to have to do it all at once that's just um that that may not serve you well um and then also to follow up with a person afterwards and say you know did you notice anything different um that because oftentimes they're more familiar with that horse and they'll say yeah you know they were you know um there was some difference in their behavior or how they moved you know, or, you know, it's, it's not always the case, but it's, it bears, 
ask to see what they've noticed because um, almost always I'll, I'll hear something back from people. But um, I sure like to do demos more than once. So um, Absolutely. I've been waiting to see if we have anybody who has a question for Francine because she's just, you know, such a wealth of knowledge and has used the Beamer. How many years has it been now, Francine? November 20 of 19, so I'm not good at math, but um, I guess this is my anniversary month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yeah, so a good four years, and you put you put that on a lot of horses. So do you have oh a favorite gosh, story yes. you want to share? Um, certainly how, well, you know, Adeline brought you to Beamer is, is kind of a classic. Um, and, you know, that's probably my favorite story, and, and here's why. I mean, just really quickly, I had been to Vegas showing, and, you know, it was just a stressful show, and we're coming back, and we overnight, and I was introduced through um, a veterinarian because she was so uncomfortable. And just to summarize really quick, after two days, and this is what I loved about that vet. She goes, I'm going to let you use this blanket, you know, have some time in between, and whenever you guys come back and feed her, just use it. And in two days, my husband is not overly observant, and he goes, even I can tell a difference in her in two days. And he said, you're going to wind up with one of these, aren't you? And so on the way home, we're talking, and I don't think I've ever told this before, and he was in a separate vehicle, and I'm in one, and he goes, I think you need to get one of these for her, because obviously we have enough horses to use it on. And then, like, 20 miles up the road, he calls me back, and he goes, you need to look into the people one and see how that works. And I was like, (laughs) what is he doing? You know, this is not him. (laughs) And... But, you know, I came home and did the research, and not only were the studies there and the scientific, but the stories were there. And, you know, later, this became such an integral part of our lives, and it will always be in my life. It changed my life, and it changed my horse's life. It changed his life, and hopefully I can share that with other people where you can look back and go, this was a pivotal point, not only in my show career, but in our horse program, but in our life. It was huge. Yeah. So yeah, I, that, just, I can't. Yeah. Say can you share some about of those? what it does? Yeah. Can What's you that? share some of those observations of saying what kind of changes that you noticed? So, um, you know, in my in my husband's, which I can't really tell his story, but I can tell you. His quality of life was awesome, absolutely awesome. Um, And I lost him a couple years ago, but I don't know anybody that had such a good quality of life to the very end. And that, you know, my quality of life, you know, I used to, I've been through a lot of stuff. I'm like a rebuilt 63 Chevy where on the outside it's painted real nice (laughs) and you open the hood and everything's rusty and the weeds are coming up. So, you shut the lid and go, oh, my gosh, I don't think I want to go there, right? So one by one, the carburetor's rebuilt, the engine's getting shiny again. There's some new chrome parts. and But, um, you know, I feel better. And with a lot of the challenges, even mentally in life, because I've had quite a few the last couple of years, including this move, I don't know how I would have made it through this move without my Beamer. 
to be totally honest. It took yeah, no, so I get much it. strength and stamina and, you know, where I was at even five years ago, I don't think I could have done it. I don't think I could have done it even three years ago. But he's the one that said, you're the one that needs to, you know, here you are doing this, and I'm the one sleeping on it, and you're not. You need to. You know, so it's been awesome that he was such a good coach and just going, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's, you know, whatever. So yeah, That I, really um, helps. It helps. And, I know and the horses, I mean, what we were able to do with our horse program and with all those babies, and it was kind of an experiment, but um, I just personally, both for people and horses, and what I love is my comeback competitors that are maybe a little bit older and stuff like that that have gotten both the people set and the horse set, and they're, they're having comebacks, and there's nothing better than a comeback story. That's true. That is true. Yeah, I was I was listening to one yesterday from somebody who's a who is a, um, competing in pickleball and getting ready for uh, uh, the Boston Marathon, and at age 67. Um, so you know, from someone who had had uh, acute difficulty breathing. So those kind of stories are the ones that we love to hear. Um, and you know, I appreciate you certainly sharing all of your vast experience with us. I'm going to give our callers, you know, we're, we're getting to the closing time here pretty quick, and so I'm going to give our callers one last chance to say, do you have uh, anything that you want to share or comment on or ask Francine while we have her? Because this is really a treat. So you got to uh, press one on your phone to raise your hand. And then I will know that you have something to share with us. And if not, you guys are all really quiet today. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I gave you the chance. Um, any kind of um, final words? Of uh, uh, Well, look at that. We actually have somebody. Okay. Area code 714. 714, you are live on Blog Talk. Hi, this is Anne, and I I hope um, I'm very new to uh, being a distributor, but um, I'm having a great time. And I have the horse set. I actually have a people set question. Is that appropriate? Am I on the? Well, sure. As long as we're on, we only got like two minutes left, so you got to make it quick. Okay. The the bed. Part, the bed, and then the body. Yeah. What is the difference between yep. the two? Well, they both have 16 coils. The advantage is, is that having the one that you leave in the bed um, that's very seamless in the bed is that you don't have to take it out ever, and, um, it's, um, and it's also larger so that um, you don't have to worry about moving around during the night. Um, but the body then is one that you can take. It's more portable. You could put it in your truck. You could put it in your office chair. You could put it on, you know, some more central location in the house, maybe to share it with other family members. Uh, but they both do the same thing, they, and they both have the same um, number of coils. It's just uh, okay. Anyway, that's that's your biggest good, difference. Good. So does that answer your question? Good. That, that answered my question. Thank you. And uh, thank you Absolutely. for your time. Absolutely. 
about these calls and I can just jump on um, and learning so much every single time I use, I do a demo or anything with the horse set. It's, I learn so much. Had some great Good. Well, I hope you do the, sort of the academy too. Oh, yeah. Sign up mm-hmm. to that academy. So, okay, we're down in our final seconds here. Francine, do you have some closing remarks for us today? Well, again, I want to thank you for having me on and definitely, you know, reach out to your prospects, reach out to those people. You don't know what a gift and a life changer this is. I am so glad that veterinarian shared this with me and, um, you know, take advantage of that to help other people. Don't be afraid of the no's because we're sharing a gift here. So just remember, this is the Christmas season to share. So my final thought. (laughs) Yeah, wise words, and I second that totally. So uh, thank you, everybody, for being with us today. We'll see you next week back with the regular crew, I believe. And uh, share those beamers. Take advantage of the sale. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.